When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. This is Women in Leadership Podcast, featuring success insights from women around the globe. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast. This is episode 108, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says, when you take off the mask and are connected to your true, unique, and imperfect self, you can see the truth, uniqueness, and beautiful imperfections in others. Now, joining me on today's show is Tara Malal. Tara, she is a human behavioral specialist, a sales and business coach, a mother, a partner, world traveler, yogi, and founder of taramalal.com. She works with female entrepreneurs who are struggling to increase their visibility online and offline to grow their business and avoid burnout. She helps them also to grow their business through personal personalized strategies that organically and authentically draw their ideal client to them. Now on today's show, Tara is going to share relationships. They are the key to success. She's going to talk about creating a business that supports your lifestyle, not one that runs your life and also forget the shoulds and following other people's rules. Amen to that. Welcome to the show, Tara. Hi, how are you, Anne-Marie? Good, good. Love how uh, you have said, and I quoted you, when you take off the mask and are connected to your true, unique and imperfect self, you see the truth, uniqueness and beautiful imperfections in, in others. How true is that? And what a, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it To give ourselves permission to be imperfect and to, to embrace and celebrate others' imperfections too can sometimes be the most releasing thing that can we can do for ourselves wouldn't you agree absolutely absolutely <laughs> and just acknowledging that fact that we are all constantly learning yes right i mean i think and on any given day and i love reading i love uh, learning new things pushing my my skill set and my boundaries but on on my best day i think i probably know like one percent of all there is to know <laughs> So, <laughs> and when you think about it that way, you, you become quite humble and go, okay, there's more. Yes. There's more for me to learn and I can't possibly do it all on my own. I can't possibly learn everything there is to know. So if we come from a space of rather than uh, proving we're right and proving how smart we are or proving that we're they're this, that and the other, coming from that space of being more the humble student almost and going, okay, I don't know everything. Mm. I can't do everything. I've got my faults. I've got my strengths. But what can others show me? What can others teach me? Mm -hmm. You know, how can I keep growing 
in in this space yes what's also important i think too when we're thinking about well obviously personally but also very much so in business are that relationships are the key to success I'd love you to share some insights on that because we often share this and we, we, we know relationships are key, yet there can still be a lot of struggling when it comes to building solid you know, relationships. Share more about this. Absolutely. Yeah, it's one of those ones that uh, you're right. People say, oh, yeah, yeah, relationships is key. It's, it's sort of spread all over on the internet. Oh, I get it. And, and people know about things like networking. Oh, yeah, I know I should network, right? But there's that key word in that is the mm. should, not I want to or I need to yes. or I can. It's I should, which kind of suggests to me anytime someone says that word should <laughs> before the verb, I instantly know it's something that they don't want to do mm. and they're not going to do. Yeah. Right? It's someone else has told them this is what you need to do, but it hasn't come from them. So I think a lot of people don't network or don't collaborate or don't really understand how to build authentic relationships because there's that block within them. And this sort of ties back to what we said just a moment ago is about putting up that mask, right? Mm -hmm. We want to be perceived as something that perhaps we don't feel like we truly are. So mm. we put on this mask. And that stops a relationship from happening. Yeah. That blocks the relationships and connections. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about this because I think so many of us can relate to that. And when we're putting on a mask in anything that we're doing, in this situation we're talking about relationships, it drains us from our energy, particularly if you're more of an introvert. I'm an extroverted introvert. If you put a microphone in front of me, I'm fine. But I can't go to networking events with a microphone in front of me. So. But if I'm trying to put on that mask my energy wanes even further but if I give myself permission to not follow other people's rules where you're trying to speak to as many people but rather a small core focused group and spend more time engaging and actually finding out because you're curious about the other person but speak a bit more about even just releasing the mask but also do you think sometimes we we haven't really spent time in becoming more self-aware what are our needs our likes our dislikes how can can we reframe looking at networking and, and relationship building so that we can capture and hold on to that thing that is integral to us? Share a little bit more about that. As a behavioural specialist, you know, self-awareness is one of the most important things that we can do, yes? Yeah, I, and I would you really hit the nail on the head right there. So I would say it's not one of the most important. I would say it's the. Mm. It is the thing that determines your success or not, that determines yeah. success in relationships, in your business, you know, in any aspect of your life, it is self-awareness is the thing. Yes. So that's where I start with people. So people come to you and say, oh, Tara, how many times do I post on social media? They go, okay, <laughs> let's back it up a bit, mm. right? Let's, let's back it up because it is, again, the relationship that you have to yourself which will then dictate the relationship that you're then able to create with others. So that is potential clients, that is current clients, that is other collaborations, other business people, other leaders in your industry. So it affects a whole range of things. Mm. I want to show you a story of how how I came to being aware of this. Yeah. In my first business, I um, 
it really came about, I was very young, it really came about because no one would employ me. I had just come out of university. I had all these skills and I was bright eyed and bushy tailed and everyone's like, and great, we don't have work for you. So <laughs> I thought, I know, I'll employ myself. And that's pretty much the extent of my thought and planning behind my first business. So I spent a big chunk of time really scrambling to catch up to, again, learn mm-hmm. all the things I didn't know. And there was many, many things, mm-hmm. <laughs> many, many things, as I'm sure many, many business owners will remember that first instance. It's like as soon as you think, yeah, I'm going to start a business, you get smacked in the face with how much you don't know. Yes. <laughs> yes. You weren't aware of. Uh, but the problem is with that, Instead of embracing it like I do now, instead of saying, great, this is another challenge, this is something for me to learn, I can talk to people about it, I can learn from others, I put on the mask and I shut down going, oh, crap, I can't show anyone that I don't know what I'm doing Hmm. because that would mean that, you know, I'm a failure or I'm a fraud or I'm an idiot or I shouldn't be in this space. You know, all those self-doubts and all that uh, negative self-talk came up So that's what caused me to put on the mask and really close up shop. And so I spent, I would say, the majority of my business, and my business did really well, Mm. but it got to a point where I became the bottleneck because I didn't seek help, because I didn't look for different ways to grow myself, I became the bottleneck and I, um, it caused me to get to burnout. So I totally burned out and I ended up selling my business. I just couldn't go on anymore. Why? Because I was so busy running around trying to cover the fact that I had no idea what I was doing. Yes. Right? You know, so, can I just interrupt you there? Because yeah. and, and because what you've just said, people would be surprised that no matter how uh, even mature aged people who have been in business for so long will often say, uh, I don't know how I got here. I really don't know how I got here. So no matter what stage or age we are at, we all can resonate. And I think sometimes when we realize that we're all experiencing that, we can give ourselves permission and show ourselves a bit of grace and lenience to say, you know what, where I am, it's fine. It's fine. So what's the greatest insight? Once you realized that, I'm sure you took that lesson to your next business, obviously the venture, but what has been some of the impacts that you've recognized either in yourself and now how you're relating to to others in your business because the alternative when we realize that and we take off the mask lots of other opportunities that that we never thought were possible become possible yes absolutely and that's exactly what happened and what was so surprising is from that experience i um I then actually moved to Tanzania and that's when my next business started up and I became a a business consultant over there for a whole range of not-for-profit and grassroots organizations Mm. over there. And so what was really incredible was, again, the more I shared my experience and my story of where I come from, what I had learned um, from that, the more I was able to connect with other people right mm-hmm. so other people are like oh my gosh that's exactly what i'm feeling right now that's exactly where i have been you know um and they and and it formed this really genuine and authentic connection so in all honesty my um second business when i was overseas i did no sales or marketing it was really me 
just talking to people. Mm -hmm. And from there, I grew a business. So I stumbled into my second business pretty much. It was just from talking to people. And again, people were like, wow, this lady gets me. Mm. She gets where I'm at. Now, I was working with so many different expats, people from all over the world. And again, people who had had some really uh, amazing success in in the corporate world Mm -hmm. who wanted to branch out on their own and start their own sort of meaningful enterprise. And I, I was really shocked that, again, they could totally relate to what I was saying. They totally understood that experience. And because I had been through it, I had a really strong foundation to to actually help them and move them through that experience. Mm-hmm. So it created this wonderful connection. So we talk about in business, you know, the, the no like trust factor, yes. which is very important. But we think that it's something we have to craft, like it's a really specialized Mm -hmm. story and we need a whole lot of um, strategy to it. And for me, strategy really just supports the continuation of the relationship. Mm -hmm. But the relationship is never going to start unless, again, we take off that mask and we start sharing our true selves and feeling Mm -hmm. worthy and okay to share our own experiences. So successes, failures, you know, Mm. complete face plant moments, right? That's what we all connect to. That's what other people connect to. And as you said, it gives them permission, gives the other person permission to go, oh yeah, me too. Yes. yes. I've been there or I'm here now, whatever that is. Mm. So it just creates that instant connection there. Yeah. Something that uh, relates to what you've just said, and I think something once we recognize in ourselves too, often the situations, the challenges, the obstacles, even even if someone is younger, there's something that has happened to them that shapes and molds them, which becomes a story that they can then impart insights, highlights, you know, all of that to somebody else. And I think often we look at our own situations and stories and experiences and we'll negate them, but we can learn from them, can't we the golden nuggets and as you said when you start to talk about them authentically uh, and in a way that it does so from a point of view can I share something and inspire and and you know empower someone else people can relate to that and I think that really establishes uh, you know that solid relationship that you're talking about if someone is struggling with that and because again we need to give ourselves permission and then again, just look at some of the things that have happened in, in your life that you can then impart. You said you stumbled into that. But if someone wants to do that with a little bit more intention, what are some of the things that they can start to consider uh, to help them take that mask off and look at some of the scenarios and situations they've been through so that they can start to weave that into the conversations in the relationships that they're growing? Do you have some insights? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's sort of two parts of what you just said. And and the first part is, yes, is around your story. So this is a, a slowly becoming a bigger push, particularly in the online space around um, sharing your story, mm. right? And that being your message, that being your marketing push. And again, a lot of people think, well, I, I don't have a story. Like you said, we negate it because we experienced it. We went through it. And if we don't think highly of ourselves, then we won't think highly of our story. So how to share your story and and the really key parts, I initially get my clients to pick out three 
key transitions Mm -hmm. that have happened in their life where their life was going in one direction and did maybe a 180 or a 90 degree turn, right? What happened in those transitional moments and really start writing it down, fleshing out what were they experiencing, what were they thinking, how were they feeling, where was their life heading and then what was that trigger to cause it to turn, Mm -hmm. right? Find those three transitional moments and then start to build up your story around that, really identifying why those three key moments. Mm-hmm. So that's a really important step in uh, terms of sharing your story uh, and how you want to start showing up in your business and, and in your life. Yes. The second part of what you said is around the, the taking off the mask. And in order to do that, we need to truly and genuinely feel okay about our imperfections Mm. and I'm not talking about I'm not a fan of the just think positive um sort of mantra because I think that's actually quite toxic yes it's about creating this really deep transformational change transformational understanding around what triggers us Mm. so whether it's uh you know a mother shouting at her kids whether it's a a business owner going nuts at their employees, whether it's just, you know, your everyday person just getting really down on themselves about Mm -hmm. something. It's understanding what has just triggered you. What happened a few seconds before that outburst, before that negative thought, and, and then what happens after? So the first step is always bringing awareness to our thoughts. So what was that trigger? So I think that's really important is identifying what are our triggers. Then from there, I honestly encourage everyone to go get a coach. Mm. Just go get a coach because we're talking about deep psychological um, and neurological patterning that happens in our brain that happens from when we're really little. So this is stuff that we can't possibly dig deep into ourselves on our own. We can start Mm -hmm. and we can start to recognize, like I said, the triggers um, that that bring up some emotional baggage for us, that bring up anger and fear and self-doubt. We can do that much. Mm -hmm. But in order to change the story and change the pattern that we have around that to truly feeling okay Mm -hmm. with whatever seemingly imperfections that we have, we really need support and help to do so, to yeah. really dig deep on that deeper level. Yeah, so important because if we don't deal with that and really from that deeper level, when something happens, it's going to trigger us again. No matter how far our business progresses, it'll bring that up. And we subconsciously will avoid situations often. Uh, for, for me, from a very young, even a young child, you know, teenage years and, and schooling, one of the things that I would often do was not put myself out there because I didn't want to be rejected because that had some level of self-esteem. So guess what? If you didn't show up and really start to have those conversations with people, you wouldn't get a no. And, you know, and that's not playing safe. And so 
thankfully you know got some support and a coach around that to be able to support me and now I realize if it's a no there's there's no such thing as them taking it out on me personally so I shouldn't take that personally so often as women we our work and what we do is very much part of who we are but we need to be able to separate that and recognize that people are not saying no because they don't want to work with us but rather they're just not ready and Mm. that can be a huge a huge uh, eye-opener for us and a release that can say just go out and share that message and those ideal clients who are ready will step forward I love that something else you want to talk about creating a business that supports a lifestyle not one that runs your life because many of us we are ambitious we're driven we love the work that we do but we don't want to create this monster that will consume and overwhelm us and, and lead to burnout so what are some insights you've learned Tara So this is one of the things that um, I absolutely love supporting women in, especially if they've been going in their business for a while and and suddenly you get to a point where, again, maybe your life circumstances have changed or you've come to a space where you go, actually, you know, I want something a little bit different. Mm. And so often they feel like, well, then that's it. You know, I have to drop the business altogether or I have to just change my career or, or whatever. But again, what I love is that there are actually no rules. And coming into this um, entrepreneurial space for the third time, um, and this is the first time I've done a business as a mother as well. So that's been a whole nother level (laughs) (laughs) of challenges. But I keep reminding myself that there are no rules. Mm -hmm. There is no set guidelines of what is right and what is wrong. It is about how, again, how do you want to show up? What is possible for you? And then how do we scale that? How do we make that replicable so you can keep thriving Mm. rather than being drained the more you take on? Mm. So again, that's something that I learned from my first business. It was, again, being the bottleneck of the business. I, it was based on my, you know, 24 hours in a day that I had. And so therefore my income and my capacity to impact others was limited Mm. based on my time and I think that's just not a a great business model to do that's not a great way to do business so it's working with women to go hey how can we structure this Mm -hmm. in a way that once again is going to fuel you and not drain you so Mm. that is so important especially being a mother um there's just so many other responsibilities and so many other drains (laughs) on your time yet I come across so many mothers who are like, I, you know, I love being a mom, but that's not all I am. My yeah. career is so important to me. My business is my passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you keep fueling that and fueling that impact again without having to sacrifice on other levels? Mm-hmm. That is probably one of the greatest lessons that I learned after uh, my children were older because if I look back, you know, I had three little ones and was juggling and didn't do that very well myself. But one of the greatest things that I could see from hindsight was when you're working on your business, work on your business. Give yourself permission to go in 110%. Then with your children, spend time with your children. Stop focusing on the business because what I would do is be, I really need to be doing this, really know that's guilt and kind of thing let it go because when you're 110 percent on that thing and then with your children it uh, creates an environment in which you can just be you in that situation did you find is that something that you will often do as well absolutely I mean I initially went into that you know with the 
living the dream. I get to work at home. This is awesome. And then very quickly you go, wow, this isn't awesome <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm sitting there working at my desk with the pile of washing, with the messy house, with yeah. the kids screaming in the corner. And you go, this this really sucks. Yeah. This isn't great at all. <laughs> so, so you're absolutely right. How do you set up a space for yeah. you to be fully present in whatever it is you are choosing to do, mm-hmm. whether it's with a client, whether it's in your business, whether it's with the kids, with your partner, with it doesn't matter. How can you be fully present mm-hmm. and fully dedicated and committed to that moment? And one of those things is looking at how do you set boundaries, mm. right? setting boundaries, because again, um, and it, tell me if you've had this experience, Anne-Marie, we really find as women and as mothers, challenging to set boundaries and for me I've noticed it's a worthiness thing Mm. right because we feel we have to give so much and that just depletes us yes we have no boundaries around our time around our energy around our effort around how much we give because I think from a young age women are told to be selfless Mm -hmm. oh that's a good girl because you're there for others you're there to please others that's your role and so we take that with us and I'm, I've always been somewhat aware of it, but becoming a mother, it mm. really once again brought it to the forefront of my attention of this. I'm trying to be everything to everyone. Yes. And, uh, and while I'm doing that, I'm actually being no one. Yeah, right? it I'm is not. so true. So true. And this, I think the conversation that we're talking about uh, now about boundaries really fits beautifully into, you know, forget the shoulds, forget following other people's rules. And also I think as women, what we can do is look at what other women are doing and and feel that we're not good enough because we're not keeping up. But every one of us, you know, when, if we think of the, the, the Instagram photos that we are sharing, we're not sharing the pile of ironing that's sitting behind us or the toys that are scattered everywhere sometimes I would say to my kids I'm going to just work for an hour they're a little bit older then obviously not the young preppies Um, the kitchen is just down the hall I'm still in my home office now the same home office when they were younger and so I'd spend an hour and then I'd go out into the kitchen there would be marmite and peanut butter and milk and flour all over the kitchen and I would have to spend two or three hours cleaning up (laughs) you know we all have those stories those are not the things that we Instagram I mean back then we didn't have Instagram but uh, and I think when we realize that and just you know the expectations for us as women we've probably set the bar so high we wouldn't do that for our closest friends so why don't give ourselves the grace to to bring that down and realize that you know we're all we're all experiencing this the same thing and and not to compare and i think this speaks beautifully into creating a business that suits you because we're all walking and living through different seasons now the children are younger and maybe if you do want to work with with your business and with children that's fine but create boundaries that you know are going to support you support your family support your kids and don't worry about what everyone else is doing you know what makes sense to you put those boundaries up and then one of the greatest lessons I learned from one of my mentors and coaches you protect those boundaries like no one's business because that is what's going to keep you sane and from heading you know down the road of burnout would you agree Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It is so sacred. And then know as well that that will change. Like you said, 
different season. So the other thing that um, women often come to me is going, I was doing this, 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 and it was working, it was doing really well, and now it doesn't work. Mm. You go, okay, great. That's kind of exciting because that shows growth, growth in your family, growth in your business, growth in you. So now let's redefine it. And it's understanding that it's it's a constant dance. It's mm. a constant dance and finding that. And when people say balance, you know, I sort of ho-hum over balance um, because, again, it's whatever balance means to mm. you, that work-life balance, right? It's whatever that means to you. And, again, setting boundaries is such a key part of it. But, yeah, acknowledging that different season, mm-hmm. it's going to change. So it's going to look different. So what worked for, you know, a moment, doesn't work now your kids have different needs as they grow you know suddenly there's a big change then from being at home or in daycare to then going to school well there's a whole nother different (laughs) side of things there as well so you have to adapt Mm -hmm. and again look at your business and understand that your business needs to be adaptable and flexible like that too and it totally can be yeah totally can be yes Mm. if that's something that you set the intention around and that's what you want then you've just got to figure out well what enables me to be able to do that set your own rules define well define them first often we we don't define them which is why we're struggling because we can't live out something if we don't really know what that is to have this has been such a um, a valuable conversation i know it's going to impact many people who listen to it what's the best way for them to reach out to you we've given your website let me spell it out t-a-r-a-m-o-l-l-e-l.com but are there some social media platforms that are your favorites that they can go and hang out with you there yeah you can come find me on facebook and that's at tara Malel coaching do you can find me on facebook and in my uh, facebook group empowered business women and uh, that's a really great space to hang out. We have mm. really awesome conversations there with other powerful women in business, which is very exciting. And I'm just getting myself sorted on LinkedIn. So find me at Tara Malel on LinkedIn too. Yeah, fabulous. Well, thanks once again for coming on the show. You're welcome, Emery. Thank you. You've been listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard influence want to influence real change with your own podcast access our free podcast training including our no cost and low cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training that's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.